anyone there? Can you hear me? I can. Yay! We are living in the future. Future. Oh wait, Ryan just said it's gonna be five. Uh, should we keep recording or? Uh, you got five minutes worth of riff on you? I think I can dig something up. I've been saving this for a special occasion. Um, what do you think is the best bone in the human body? Uh, I'm going to go with the... If you say penis bone, I swear to God. <laughs> I was not. I was not going to say the penis bone. Um, I'm going to go with the... Um, metatarsals. Really? Yeah. You're, pick, you're, you're picking that side of the metatarsal metacarpal line, Okay. Yeah, dude, only bitches use their metacarpals. What what is so great about metatarsal land? Why 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 you over there? Why you in that camp? Yo, dude, you ever like stood? Yeah. Yeah, well there you go. <laughs> You're uh, fucking welcome. <laughs> uh, okay. That you know what? I can't argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck, get on my level. That is an airtight argument. <laughs> All right. What about you? What, what what do you think the best bone in the body is? I mean, I can't top metatarsals, man. You sold it too well. You know, for argument's sake, for the sake of the podcast, vagina bones. Jesus. No. <laughs> Give me a real answer. <laughs> a meme answer isn't a real answer? No. <laughs> okay. It's um. a meme. Um, femur. A the basic fe- answer, but an answer nonetheless. Why? Why is that, Lucas? Um, I read an article recently that said that a healed femur is the earliest indication of a group of a group of animals forming a society because the fact that somebody has time to rest and heal uh, means that you know there are functioning social structures in place. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Very cool. Very, uh, I don't know, metaphorical of you. Hmm. I brought you a metaphor. God damn. <laughs> uh, I think I think we can all agree, though, that the uh, actual best bone in the human body is the jawbone or, or like the bottom half of the skull uh, connected with the jawbone as long as it's like gold plated and can summon like other dimensional beings. What? Did, what, what was Higgs's deal? What was his deal? <laughs> like, I get he was a nihilist asshole who just 
kind of wanted to, yeah, have mankind actually go extinct. And that a part of that is because, you know, grew up in an abusive situation. But, yeah, what was his deal? Um, he had dooms, so he, so he was already, like, a nihilist who thought humanity was shit. And then he, you know, got dooms and started, like, seeing all these nightmares and, you know, visions of the end of the world and that kind of shit, which was caused by, you know, Amelie, you know, obviously. This yeah. is Death Stranding they were talking about, by the way. I don't even know if this is going to make it into the podcast. It's um, probably going to make it into the podcast. So then he, you know, like kind of teamed up with Amelie, who was like using him as her, I don't know, like like physical agent, like in the world. Yeah. Uh, to to go kind of like kick things off, you know. She right. like, lent lent him some of her power, and used him to like try to you know just, like kickstart the end of the world. But but like his deal was just that he you know didn't want humanity to hang around because he thought it was pointless, and then he like went insane because of Amelie. So like. Amelie used him because he was like, let's end the world. But, like, the reason he was like that was because of her in the first place. Okay. Because he had, like, advanced dooms. Okay. So, like, him making contact. He was was already a crazy person. He would be like if if Sam, you know, and all of his, you know, nihilistic anti-society bullshit, like, was also, like, schizophrenic. (laughs) I... Yes, I guess the more specific an- uh, question I was trying to ask, which you answered, uh, was why is he just, why, why is he like a theater school dropout? Theater yeah. school dropout. And the world's biggest Death Stranding fan is here. <laughs> no graduation day for you. That song's really sexist. <laughs> You'll be a hooker. That's that's, yeah. that's a Go back to high school. I, I mean, I don't know. The song ends with like them telling her to go back to school. I don't think that's Hooker. No. I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe high school is where they develop the hookers. Oh. <laughs> they farm them. They. The, the royal they. The royal they. I don't have a transition off of that but to welcome you all to episode 40 of the quarantine cast brought to you by voluntary viewing recorded on may 12th 2020 this is it we are over the hill if we have kids we regret them if we didn't we regret that also gonna start doing some crazy impulsive midlife crisis shit okay so this is really mean oh and like all the parents out there i don't mean to say anything i've never heard of a couple that didn't have kids that regretted it <laughs> like every <laughs> every couple that i've ever heard of that chose not to have kids did not end up regretting it <laughs> and i know that that's gonna not go over well with a lot of people but i that's a lot more people definitely regret having kids than regret not having kids <laughs> gonna throw that one out there so and obviously that's from sheer volume a little bit like definitely a lot more people choose to have kids than not but 
at the same time, there's like whole cults devoted to the fact that my life is so much better because I didn't have children. <laughs> so, yeah. We are coming out swinging this episode, and I love it. Yeah, I'm taking on parents. <laughs> fuck, you. fuck your bones. Fuck your parents. Like, and fuck you. <laughs> Look, I'm thankful for parents. I don't want to be one. <laughs> and I know I won't regret it. So, there you go. Yeah. If I was a parent, I couldn't just drop $1,000 on some medical stocks randomly. <laughs> because I was like, I don't know. What's the worst that could happen? Hey, no, if you were a parent, that's the one thing you should do. Cause, yeah. Because then you, you know, just... It's my multi- kid's college fund. Yeah, just multiply just that. Hey, if that you thing. invest it right, you know, you add 50% onto that, and then you're golden. And if you invest it wrong, you lose it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean... I don't think that's what you should be gambling with, your and kid's college fund. So if you, if you, like, are single or you don't have children or something, instead of having a college fund, you have a, st- a stock market fund. Yeah. <laughs> where you just invest it to make more yeah. money. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's my new college, which is eventually making enough money so that I can be independently wealthy and not have to work if I don't want to. That's my college. <laughs> For me, myself, personally. Street college. Stock college. Yeah. Stonk. Oh, God. Stonk. Stonk you. Stonk you. <laughs> Uh, Darnell Savage, stonk you. <laughs> just remember to buy your turnips low and sell them high. Yes. Watch for heads and shoulders. Mm. Um, I believe I'm all caught up with what we do in the shadows. And Ryan, you are right. Hey. Colin's promotion is fucking amazing. It is definitely my favorite episode so far. It's so fucking good. When he suddenly grows hair. Yeah, his hair. <laughs> and it was so obviously a wig, but that just made it better. I liked the first conference call where he was the boss. And he's just like, hey, well, this is Colin Robinson from the Staten Island branch. Uh, just wanted to make sure everyone's here. Can you hear us? Just, oh, yeah. yeah we Colin, can we can hear you. Hey, can you hear us? It's Colin Robinson. <laughs> just like, fucking. Everyone's like draining slowly. Like. Oh, my God. So perfect. And I realized what I like so much about that character is that, like, sometimes you wish, like, the minor Colin Robinsons in real life were doing it intentionally so you wouldn't feel so bad about being angry at them for this shit. (laughs) But the fact that he is intentionally doing it and making me feel justified in that reaction to that type of shit is just, that's perfect. Yeah, no, it's it's a it definitely provides some relief for all the people that deal with real life Colin Robinsons all the time to be able to go like they are doing it intentionally. I can hate them for a brief moment while I imagine what would happen if they were energy vampires trying to steal my energy by acting like that. Also, I so. I've come to realize the show is and you know what justifiably really proud of coming up with the catchiest but also most nondescript name ever in colin robinson yeah they were pretty good at that yeah i definitely would never give colin robinson a second thought like that would be i just pass over that name and keep going yep so they're pretty golden with that 
And and it's great in Nandor's accent. <laughs> every every what we do in the Shadows fan can picture the Colin Robinson. <laughs> Get out of here, Colin Robinson. <laughs> uh, so what are you guys uh, checking out or up to? Still mm. uh, knocking away Cowboy Bebop. Or not Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Sam- Bebop, yeah. Samurai Champloo. Samurai Shampoo, you know, the poor man's cowboy bebop. That, uh, yeah, that Venn diagram is pretty close to a circle, I'll admit that. (laughs) It's a a slightly smaller circle, but um, I just watched the the weird secret Christian episode, which I did not expect Christianity to be a plot point in this show, I'm not going to lie. (laughs) That was weird. It's weird to see a piece of media where Christians and especially Christian missionaries are like not the bad guys. Yeah. Well, but but also like the the Christian missionary that was the bad guy turned out to just be a Japanese dude like dressed up like a European and like his eyes were like on the fucking sides of his head. Just I which that just was weird. They like, took some not, artistic liberties there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I liked that very much. <laughs> not because it was offensive or anything. It was just very disturbing looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I understand that like Christianity in Japan in like feudal Japan was like a, a whole thing. Yeah, like the way that they're like, oh, there's these secret skulls that have like crosses inside of them, and and that's this guy's signal or i'm a little confused <laughs> not gonna lie a little confused that's fair i think i'm at the end of what they considered season one okay like i kind of i kind of thought it was just one show but when i looked up the episode list it was like season one 18 episodes season two 16 episodes or something hmm. it's like hmm no uh, i okay yeah you take the pilot and the recap out of Season one, then yeah, all right. There you go. Anyway, did you, you guys see Suzanne Collins putting on a mask in the middle of a congressional hearing, which is like the most Suzanne Collins I think I've ever or thing I think she's ever done. No, she's saying something. Well, Wait, so what? Did, what did she do? She she put on a mask like halfway through a hearing, like, which is just <laughs> literally so emblematic of like a you know, congressperson known for taking half measures and, like, pretending to be, like, progressive while at the same time, like, not yeah. helping. and Yeah, like, per- pretending to be the, like, I'm the reasonable conservative, but also yeah, just exactly. voting along with fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it, it was, it like, was pretty good. Yeah, like, Jeff, they were like, like you, you accidentally just summed yourself up in a, in a nutshell for the whole world to see. Cause, Cause, that means she had it with her. Like, yeah, she could have. No, she always, like always, she had the option to do it and didn't. Decided to not do it, but then kind of flip flopped and switched it again in the middle. Oh, very much, very much her. So, yeah, I don't know. Thought that was fun. Otherwise, I'm not doing too much. I've been playing a decent amount of Madden. Ooh. They have these this game mode called Superstar KO, which I think is actually really fun and has no microtransactions associated with it at all. So it's like online head-to-head where you pick 
three superstars. Have I already explained this in the podcast, or was that just to Ian? I don't, I don't think I think you might just I'm Ian. not familiar with this, no. Okay, so basically you pick three superstars, like, say, I pick Melvin Gordon, Aaron Donald, and Patrick Mahomes. Like, they give you a random assortment to choose from, and you pick yours. And then uh, you play each, you play an online opponent. Each of you gets one drive, starting at your own 20, and you try to score. And then you have to go for two if you do score a touchdown. And then if it's tied after you each get one possession, you go into this weird tug-of-war mode where you start on the 50, you get one play, and then the other team starts from wherever you got to and get one play. And, like, the end zones slowly move in 10 yards at a time when each of you have had a crack at it until someone inevitably scores a touchdown. Um, And it's, yeah, it's just like a little mini mini game. And if you win, you get to pick a new superstar to add to your squad. And if you win four times, you're the... You're the champion. You've you know you've won enough games in a row that you're the champion, and it's just like a weird little that's, fun mini game. Yeah, that's fun. Seems very anti Madden, like or anti sports games in general at this point, where they're all just focused on like microtransaction-y ultimate team type card games and to I, just go like, here's a fun little random online mini game. So yeah, I don't know. It's a good time burner. Like I can listen to podcasts while I play it and. Yeah. Also, the playbooks are minimized. Like they have a lot. They take out a lot of the plays. So it's just kind of like a straightforward. And it's very arcadey. Like they have all the all the. Because I don't know if you guys have heard much about Madden Twenty, but they added like superstar modes that you can activate if mm-hmm. you do like a certain amount of challenges with the players. So like Patrick Mahomes is is like bazooka, where he can add like fifteen yards of range on his arm. Like he can throw the ball fifteen yards further than normal if he hasn't activated. So all of those are activated permanently, like during the game. So you get a lot of like arcadey moments, but they're really fun. I and Yeah. Cool. I'm that sounds really cool that uh Madden at least is starting to move away from the kind of management or player sim that had kind of devi- uh, defined the past couple entries in the series. Okay. Yeah. Well, they absolutely still have those modes, and yeah. I really enjoy them. But at the same time, like it's a cool change of pace, and like a lot of times you have to be kind of plugged in for a lot of those types of modes. And if you're playing like true online, like head-to-head simulation style, you definitely have to be plugged in and be making like pre-snap adjustments and everything like that. So it's a lot harder than just turning your brain off and listening to a comedy podcast as you tear noobs apart in an online video game. So, that's fun. And it doesn't require sound, which is rare for online gaming. Like, Rocket League is another one. Yeah, now that you mention it, huh? Yeah, by and large, most online gaming, you're going to need to listen to some sound, which makes podcasts difficult. Um, Speaking of podcasts, have you all seen the new Rick and Morty? Yes. I have not yet. Jamie, we're going to watch it tonight or tomorrow morning. Never mind, then. It was somehow better than the previous one, in my opinion. Really? I definitely like the previous one more. Uh, it, I, I thought this one was meh. Yeah, I thought it dragged a little bit in the middle, but the opening and ending, very, very much enough to make up for it for me. Interesting. The resolution I liked. Yeah. The ending. The the true ending, <laughs> I thought was lame. And oh, the... Okay, not like the stinger thing. Oh, well... That wasn't a stinger. No, okay, it wasn't okay. a stinger. This, I actually like the stinger. I thought it was funny. It made me laugh. <laughs> I, me too. But um, the, the true ending of the episode where they had to bring the family in. Because this episode had no B-plot. Yeah. 
It was all a plot the whole way through, which I think they've kind of done a lot more recently. Right? I think they're kind of moving away from having an A and B story, and I don't know. I think the family's kind of getting rendered a little useless sometimes. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. Just where that episode ended versus where it started out. I it. <laughs> I found it a nice dichotomy of just the kind of the different kinds of humor we get from this show and appreciated that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we'll see what Andrew has to say tomorrow. Yeah. Hopefully. On episode he, he 41 said. of the Volunteer Viewing Podcast <laughs> or Volunteer he, Viewing Quarantine Cast presented by Volunteer Viewing. He said tonight or tomorrow morning. Gonna hold you, you to that. that. That's a binding verbal contract. <laughs> what do I what do I have to do if I don't watch it? Like what's the uh I don't know, the hedge. You have to own up to us, your friends, the listeners of this podcast, and the god that we killed on this podcast, Andrew. That's what you have to do. I have to own up. Yeah. But what does that mean? What does that entail? Just like, hey. What's my punishment? Sit. Hey, I'm a piece of garbage. Well, I do that on every podcast. Yeah, you do say that a lot. This is normal for me. Yeah. Expectations like, that's my secret. so low. I'm, I'm always garbage. <laughs> yeah. You have, you have succeeded at setting expectations low for yourself, which is frustrating. Mm. Oh, that didn't, that didn't hurt <laughs> at all. <laughs> I love you and treasure our friendship. Um... I, I like you as a friend, but man. But God, you fucking suck, Andrew. When it, when it comes to a viewing partner, <laughs> you leave a lot to be desired, and you openly acknowledge that fact. Yeah. So. Well, I'm going to go kill myself. Yeah. You got to clap before you because do. Because you don't watch enough TV. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of I mean, that's kind of how it feels sometimes. Which, I mean, like, <laughs> I... This... No, 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 no. Like... This is a podcast where the whole point is that we're supposed to talk about, you know, things that we do, you know, mostly surrounding entertainment that we view. And I don't follow through <laughs> with viewing that entertainment. So it's I a feel, difficult concept. So I feel you know? like a diff- like a useless piece of shit on the podcast. So, you know, some podcasts, they go around like, you know, true crime and they hire investigators who like actually like break down things that are happening. You know, some podcasts explore foreign countries some podcasts are like from journalists that embed themselves with military units this one just talks about shit that we watch and you don't even do that yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's a difficult concept for sure I... talk about your evening last night andrew did you have an enjoyable monday night last night so last night um i made blats so, you know, cooked up some bacon, had some lettuce that I got from my parents, along with some tomatoes, and then avocado, and made some nice BLT sandwiches, which was great. You know, hung out with Jade, uh, played a little bit of The Witcher, and watched that weird episode of Cowboy, or not, God, not Cowboy <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say escape. it for the, until I'm done watching Samurai Champloo, <laughs> I'm sure I will say Cowboy Bebop every time. Uh yeah, kind of chilled out, and then went to sleep. Have you ever thought that B L A T S, if you pronounce it, would be blat like a blat, yes. suka blat? 
Well, I used to call them BLTAs, and I'm like, that that's dumb. Blat would be better. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like blat because it's like a Russian expletive. Blat. Suka blat. I don't even know what that means. I know I know the suka part means, but let's look up what the blat in suka blat means. Can blat, I keep blat. saying this? Can I keep saying bitch well. on, in Russian <laughs> on this podcast? Is that bad? Oh, blat has a Y in it. Ah, so technically not. Oh, it means whore bitch. Oh, <laughs> so one of those words means whore, and one me. I'm pretty sure. Let is whore then. Um, I looked it so. up and it says it means fuck. I know that suka definitely means bitch, like a hundred percent. So maybe it just means like fucking bitch. Yeah, it's roughly equivalent to the English fucking shit or bitch whore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have never heard somebody in real life. Follow the expletive bitch with the expletive whore. <laughs> it sounds, it's not, not to be offensive, but stereotypically, it's the way that like, um, it, like people from India who speak English, but it's like a completely culturally different form of English okay. than the one that we speak swear, where they just like swear by stringing along bad words and it doesn't make any sense to an English speaker. Um, so it says suka means bitch, while blat is a multifunctional vulgarity along the lines of shit or fuck. Hmm. So. Yeah, okay. Here you go. That's the one. I think I label these episodes as having explicit content. We should be fine. Parents, if you email us about your kids listening to this shit, it's on you. We did our precautions. Yeah. This is why you regret having them, because you're bad at it. Bad at being a parent. Like Elon Musk. (laughs) Wait, what? Elongated Muskrat. His full name. Yeah, I mean, he's already fucked up one, like the first (laughs) part of being a parent, (laughs) just naming your kids, so. Yeah. It's and, not a great and he's and he like also on. might be arrested. So, what if what if he was just like had like a like an existential crisis and he's like I can't be a parent. I gotta go do something that'll get my ass thrown in jail. Oh wait, like, because of the I, Tesla. I thought it was gonna thing, get much or? worse. Like, he was gonna no kill his kid or something like Casey Anthony style. Like I mean, it's Elon, so nothing's off the table. Yeah, but, elongated muskrat will do what elongated muskrat does. What, yeah, what is he going for prison over? Is it well, the whole tweeting out that our stock is too high thing? No, he he's not like actually going to prison. Probably, um, it's that he opened up the Tesla plants in California, even though the county laws said that they couldn't. Oh, and then he mm-hmm. like made a statement. He's like, I understand that like what we're doing could get us arrested. He's like, but it's okay because I'll be the only one to get arrested. I'm like, no, you won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're gonna fucking arrest everyone. But yeah, he's like making his workers come back to work and is opening the plants back up, even though he was told specifically not to by the county. Like, I'm pretty sure most places it's only a misdemeanor if you are in a group of... Ah, uh, misdemeanor. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> Miss- of whatever group or more, but like... God, he is so fucking dumb and thinks that he can get away with everything because... He's rich and kind of famous. And does get away with everything. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he's not dumb because, yeah, he does get away with everything. Yeah. And he also told the, you know, 
I don't know if it was if his beef is just with the county or if it's with the whole state of California, but he's also like, I'll just move everything to Texas. He's like, I'll I'll fucking do that. And like, if you don't let the plant be- open back up, I'm just gonna make everyone leave. We're gonna go to Texas. Good fucking luck with that. <laughs> I, think, I think it'd be fairly easy for them to do. It's not like Texas wouldn't want them. You, it's definitely not as easy as picking up the factory and pushing it somewhere else, though. Well, no. I would, and if that, what is it like? A, what, what's the dumb term he calls it? Like the mega factory or whatever is as advanced as what they paint it to be. That sounds like a several year endeavor to get whatever new location they decide on up to where the current one is. I think he'll just like put rocket boosters underneath the uh, current factory and fly it over to Texas. One or all of them behind it in the Musk mobile. One or all of them (laughs) are going to malfunction, and that's how we lose a chunk of fucking New Mexico or something right there. But okay. There you go. All right, this is winding down. Uh, Clap, sync, and then post roll. is on the roll that comes post Ryan what is your favorite bone in the human body the humorous bone I see what you did there I see what <laughs> I you did there I thought it was just going to stay someone swallowed right into the microphone that was, that was just Lucas. that that would have been amazing if you just swallowed and it was silence <laughs> and just then that about wraps it up <laughs> Um, let's see. What is actually my favorite bone? It's the pelvis. I mean, come. On. Yeah, that's that's the big boy. That's we all know it. Like you know, it's it's like America being the greatest country on in earth. Like you're not supposed to talk about that because it's not PC. But we all know pelvis is the biggest and the best. So it's got to be the pelvis. I said vagina bones before you came on, Jesus and Andrew Christ. said I wasn't allowed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Well then. <laughs> What's yours, Andrew? I said the metatarsals. You fucking kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like a contrarian. Like, once again, not to make the country comparison, but you just went like, I don't know. I really like the U.S. Virgin Islands. I think that's the best country. And we're like, Andrew. <laughs> First of all, not even a country. <laughs> yeah. Metatarsals are bones, as far as I can understand. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, metatarsals are bones. I mean, they now. could very well be like bits of cartilage that right? just glossed over and forgot about mm. as bone. Uh, car- car- they don't know the cartilage versus bones. I don't fucking know. I also think the fibula is underrated. 
suck it, Tibula. No, Tibia. Tibia. My bad. Oh, Tibia is definitely right. the big boy in that in that lower leg. Don't get me wrong, but I think fibula doesn't quite get its time in the sun hmm. that it deserves. Well, it's because it's you know under layers of flesh and muscle and skin. Can't get out in the sun. <laughs> well, can't is a strong term. <laughs> Ask Alex Smith. He'll, oh, he'll tell you. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it can get out in the sun if you try real hard. Oh, no. <laughs> Sun's out, fibula's out. That's the most gruesome <laughs> thing I've seen in a while. Alex Smith and Joe Theismann. Yeah. Both of them. It'll, it'll get out there if you put enough you defensive linemen it, on your back. Yeah, push <laughs> it hard enough. What does having air on your bones feel like? Uh, I've had that. You had a compound fracture? No, it wasn't a compound fracture, so I really, really, really badly cut my knee open right on the... Or not right on it, but right kind of on top of the patella. Yeah. It's very like you know thin there. It's basically just skin. So, yeah, you could just see straight up bone. It stung. <laughs> but I, all right, I mean, well, all we've sorted that one out. <laughs> yeah, all all cuts and scrapes sting. So I guess yeah, it feels like that. There's no nerve endings that I know of in in like the out exterior of the bone. So the parts that are stinging are just the exposed right skin and everything. So, huh? Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty creepy when you look down and you're like, "That's white." <laughs> that. <laughs> There's the, and then you look at the, and you can, oh, there's the layers of my skin. Oh. <laughs> Not great. I played foot, uh, that happened on a Saturday, and I played f- like a full football game six days later on Friday night. Someone's a trooper. Yeah, nice. they sewed it up, and the trainer put a, put a pad over it and taped it up and just fucking played. <laughs> So Ryan, you can you can tell us if they give you a quickie cortisone shot. Like we we we, <laughs> we won't hold it against. It wasn't you. A, it wasn't a pain thing. It was more like the stitches could come out, and then I would have to get more stitches, which sucks. There ah, was there was, okay. there was not that much pain. Like it it would once again like it would be like the equivalent of if you scraped your knee really bad, had road rash, and then like you know your pant leg was constantly rubbing up against it. Like it's a mild amount of annoying pain. Okay. When you're when you're when you're playing a football game and your adrenaline is coursing through your veins pretty heavily you completely ignore it so. all right yep so, and hilariously enough back at that time um our coach didn't ins- like install a signal to the quarterback to call the plays he instead would substitute out one player on the offense between every single play and that player would run the play in and so i was we i had a dude who was starting over me at the point because it was my junior year and I was one of the people that would sub in and out every single play. So at the very minimum, I would have to run like 40 yards every single play, just constantly rubbing my knee up against the, the pad and the pant leg and everything. So, yeah, it was a good time. So I out. had a, a similar injury to my knee. I'm, I'm, it wasn't quite as deep. You know, I, I don't think I saw my knee bone or anything like that. But... Um, at a track meet once in high school, we were stretching before the four by 400 meter relay that we we're going to do. It's the last race of the night. It's always the last race of the night. Um, and I was the first runner. So we were stretching by the fence before we got called up. And one of my partners who, you know, was going to be the next runner was like doing leg swings and we're all wearing spikes, you know, on our shoes. And he 
like comes up right next to me and just forgets that I'm there and swings his leg over and cuts my knee like really bad. And I'm like, fuck, that hurt. He's like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. What do we do? I'm like, well, the the race is about to start, so nothing. And my leg starts bleeding. (laughs) And it's like running down my leg. And my dad, who is a referee, (laughs) he's an official at the track meets. He's the one with the gun, is looking at me. He's like, do we need to do something about this? I'm like, I'll get disqualified. (laughs) I'll get disqualified. Like, I can't. Like, I can't stop. And he's like, okay. (laughs) And then he just shoots the gun and I run. And as I'm running, you know, it's making my, you know, blood pump in my legs more. So it just starts like gushing out of my knee faster. By the, by the time I hand off the baton at the end of the rate or at the end of the first lap, my leg is just soaked in blood. It's just Mm -hmm. running down to my ankles, soaking through my shoes. And everyone's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what's happening? I'm like, it's fine. It's like, it's not that bad. And they're like, it looks pretty bad. I was like, it's just, it's just because I'm running. It's, it's not as bad as it looked. But yeah, it it looked really bad. There you go. So I still have a scar. Me too. Although I think it's now like a skin tone. For literally like years, it was purple. And now it's. Finally faded huh. to skin, and I was starting to think that it would never do it. I think even when you guys met me in college, it was still purple, which was a, you know a couple full years after the fact. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. And there we go. On to the rest of our days. See you all tomorrow. Bye.